Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Pod. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down today's slate for you guys. Hope you all had a good Thursday night of NBA action. Uh, mine went pretty well. I actually ended up not playing Russell Westbrook. Uh, had some smart people talk me off it. I really, really wanted to do it, uh, but I ended up getting talked off it, so I was kind of happy about that because I thought he was going to play. I don't know. For some reason, the line, people said, oh, the line this, the line that. I don't know. It seemed like it was fine for him to play because I thought... Man, like this team would just be, uh, would be really bad if they didn't have Russell Westbrook out there. I just, you know, trotting out Raymond Felton and all these other guys. I mean, it just seemed like it would be ugly. So, eh, I, you know, it ended up working out for me. Didn't end up playing him, went more balanced, and uh, ended up being happy about that. Hopefully, you guys uh, ended up jumping off too because it was something that got more concerning uh, throughout the day without getting news. And that's why just staying up to the news is so, so important in NBA DFS. Now, if you ever followed any of my uh, content around the industry, you know uh, I'm a big narrative guy. I love the narrative streets. And today we have all the revenge, man. Like, this is one of the best revenge slates I feel like I've ever seen. I mean, there's just revenge left and right. It's unbelievable. Uh, so I am so excited to see all these players go out there against their former teams and just have at it and go absolutely insane. So it should be a really fun time. Great games to watch, too. Just all-around great narratives, uh, storylines, everything. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait for tonight's slate. Let's kick it off with uh, one of the bigger narratives of the slate. we got the Los Angeles Clippers and the Detroit Pistons. This They just had a trade, right? This game is on ESPN. They went out of their way to move one of the games. I believe it was like one of the late games. They moved it up an hour or, or something. They did something with the time to make sure that this game could be on ESPN, right? They were like, okay, uh, Clippers-Pistons is coming up. It was already, I think, going to be the ESPN game, or maybe it wasn't. They switched another game out. They made sure this game's going to be on live TV because... Yeah, Blake Griffin against his former team that just shipped him out of town after saying, hey, we're going to sign you to be our franchise guy for a while. Uh, that's rough. So you know Blake Griffin is going to absolutely go off here. He is going to go insane and be out for blood. I expect all of the usage for Blake Griffin here in a big game out of him. I would definitely be rostering Blake Griffin like him a lot. His price tag too on fantasy draft is nice, 16.2K. He's going to be someone it looks like I pay up for today. Uh, on the opposite side, we have other other guys with some revenge, but let me talk about the Pistons first and finish up there. Uh, again, Blake is going to be a guy I get in a lot of my lineups. This game is a 219 team total, also a great game to target in general. So yeah, I uh, have to like this one a lot. Uh, definitely going to be a fan of Blake Griffin here today. Uh, let's talk about the Drummond. What do we kind of do with him at that price? Uh, I think he's a good play. I think he's a guy you can roster, but I don't know. Uh, I'm already getting my exposures through Blake Griffin, so I don't think I'm going to go to Drummond, I, and that's kind of my reasoning. I'm not saying that Andre Drummond's a bad player or anything, but uh, I'm already going through Blake Griffin, and I'm expecting him to have a ton of usage. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to get my exposure to the Pistons through Blake Griffin, it seems like, today. 
Ish Smith, uh, you know, the Clippers are not that good against uh, point guard, so Ish Smith would make some sense here. But uh, again, like all these other Pistons, like the Bullocks, the Stanley Johnson, I just don't think I need to go that route today. Uh, it's just Blake Griffin for me on the Pistons for all the revenge. Let's go to the Los Angeles Clippers next. Uh, so we have Tobias Harris and Ava Bradley. Obviously, they got revenge against the Pistons. They shipped them out of town. Uh, so those are two guys that should probably be on our radar a little bit. Uh, I think they're okay plays. They're not my favorites, but uh, if I had to pick, I like Tobias Harris's, uh you know, price tag for the amount of upside that he can have. Avery Bradley can be all over the place and kind of be a frustrating roster. So I don't know how I really feel about Avery Bradley. Uh, I like the price, right? The price is really cheap around the industry. So I think it's a fair price tag. It's just he does have a wide range of out outcomes. The price is way too cheap. So I think at that price, I, uh, you know, I consider him more of like a cash game play. And some of that might end up making my roster, especially on a site like, a, you know, a, a FanDuel where you have to roster two shooting guards, right? On Fantasy Draft, I don't have to play two shooting guards. But at his price tag around the industry, I think he's in play uh, and more of a cash game play for me. I think he's someone that you can use to get exposure to. Uh, and then, like, Gallinari, you know, he's actually, you know, he looked pretty good that first game. Uh, maybe it wasn't first game back, but he's looked good since he's been back. I forget which game I watched to him, and he looked really good. Here's his numbers so far. Uh, 22.5 fantasy points, 40.3 and 36, I mean. Uh, and, then, and the minutes are trending upward, right? 25 minutes, 29, 34. Price tag is going up a little bit, though. Uh, it's not what it was. It's like $1,000 more than it was in the past. I still think he's an okay play, but I don't know. You're definitely still meat on the bone. You can definitely play him in tournaments. I think he's an, a fine play, and the Pistons definitely struggle against small forwards, so it makes sense to play Gallinari here, but uh, I don't know. I just don't think I'm going to end up playing him. I think he's still a good play, though. Someone that you, If you were considering, uh, I would make sure to keep him in your player pool because I think he's a fine play. DeAndre Jordan, uh, I don't need to be playing him here. I don't think it's necessary. Uh, I'd rather just play maybe like the, the, the I mean, I'd rather just play the revenge for the, for the funness of it. And I just think Tobias Harris, I like his upside more. And like DeAndre Jordan is more of a guy, a roster just when everyone is hurt and out. And at that current price tag, it just, I don't know. He, he just kind of doesn't seem like he has the upside. It's mainly he shows that upside when all those guys are injured and there's just all the rebounds for him and then he has to basically put him he has to basically put the ball back in the hoop, right? He doesn't just kick it out and then re they reset. So, I don't know. DeAndre Jordan I think is a good fade uh, for me. Uh it's going to be firmly just uh Tobias Harris and Avery Bradley. I'm just going to target all the revenge in this game and kind of just call it a day. Uh it's it's a great game to target though at 219 team total. Uh, if I didn't play anyone on the revenge side on the Clippers, though, it'd probably be Gallinari just because there is there is some meat on the bone for, at that price, so I think he's a guy that we can uh, definitely look at, too, on the Clippers side. Let's go to the next game. We have the New Orleans Pelicans and the Philadelphia 76ers, a 220.5 team total with the Pelicans as five-point underdogs. Uh, definitely something, uh, you know, that's kind of uh, surprising. I mean, not, not as much because their defense is so bad, but, you know, you would think the Pelicans uh, wouldn't be uh, – underdogs because of the amount of talent that they have but again the Sixers they're a pretty good team too so uh and they're home so that obviously plays into the factor as well but Joel Embiid uh Anthony Davis battle of you know two studs and stars this will definitely be a fun one to watch uh Anthony Davis is seeing an insane amount of usage uh is he a guy that you want to roster sure but I don't know if I'm gonna have the money for him today and especially in a spot against a guy like Embiid I don't think it's necessary to take that route I don't think we need to spend the money on a guy like Davis now Sure, I mean I've been loved, I've loved him, and I've liked him in the past uh, with the amount of usage he's seeing. But he just doesn't seem to fit this slate. There's also other guys I think that are better spend up options. So uh, I think I'm just going to end up passing on uh, Anthony Davis here. Don't think he's a necessary play. Nikola Mirotic, I think he's fine. He's he's okay. 
right? There's upside at that price tag. It's great around the industry uh, for the most part on most sites, but uh, I don't know. He just, I don't think he'll end up making making the cut for me. I think on fantasy draft though at 12.4K, uh, I think he's definitely firmly in play because of the amount of upside that he can have. Uh, I'm going to hit Drew Holiday up uh, for a little revenge. I don't really like playing this guy a ton, but I like their, I like the revenge angle. And on top of that, you know, with Rajon Rondo not being in the starting lineup, we still haven't seen what that is, right? Uh, that was something that got announced during the postponed, uh, you know, the PPD, PPD game for the uh, the leaky roof. Uh, so we haven't seen what a Drew Holiday uh, without Rondo lineup is uh, for, you know, the situation that they're in with Anthony Davis and no uh, cousins. I was playing Drew Holiday on that day. I was heavily exposed to him. He was one of my highest owned guys that day. So I'm going to go back to the well, especially against the Sixers team where I like to target them with guards. So yeah, I think Drew Holiday is probably my favorite play on the Pelicans and like the main guy I'm targeting. Uh, I like Miritich. I Again, he's got upside at that price. and I think it depends on like what site you're at. I think he's a good play. But uh, it's really Drew Holiday is my like probably my elite play. And then my secondary play would be uh, Nikola Miritich. I'm probably just going to fade Anthony Davis again. I like other uh, you know guys to spend up on today. So he's just not going to make the cut for me. And uh, sure, right, you could sprinkle in like Etwan Moore. Uh, I wouldn't hate that, but it's really going to be Drew and Miritich are my two main targets here. Next, we got the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Joel Embiid, his price tag around the industry was cheap the other day. Right now, he is 17.2K on Fantasy Draft. Let's see his price on the other sites. On DraftKings, he is 9.8K, and then FanDuel, he is 10.4K. So, uh, it's gone up a little bit from what it was. Still a pretty good price, though, for a guy like a Joel Embiid, right? Especially on Fantasy Draft. That You know, you can roster tons of centers, too. That's always great. The question is, against Anthony Davis, do we want to play a guy like Embiid? Uh, I lean no because, again, a lot of spent-up options I already like, uh, and I think there's a, you know, some good value at center as well. So uh, I don't think I'll be playing Embiid on this slate. He's a guy I think I'm just going to end up fading and uh, hope it doesn't burn me too much. If I do play any of these Sixers, uh, who do I play? Uh, that's kind of what I'm going back and forth on here, and I really think it's going to be through uh, Covington and Sarich. Those are kind of the two guys. Uh, I, I like Sarich. I think he's a guy that can, uh, you know, put up a lot of points, uh, you know, on almost any slate. He's just a very talented player. But we like to target New Orleans with uh, three-point shooters, especially on the wing. Like, and a guy like Covington, too, he's another guy that can do that. Like, those two guys can just put up a lot of threes and get like just uh you know a lot of peripherals uh rebounds and steals and stuff like that in this fast-paced sloppy game right uh pelicans are really not that great on defense both teams played a really high pace and uh, you know i, I kind of say sloppy game because of the high pace and that's, i probably more so mean to say in this high pace game uh so i'm probably confusing you guys here but when these games are such like back and forth uh you know 220 team totals like the thing with that is there's tons of steals to go around. You know, guys are just running up and down the court, just chucking up threes. And sometimes there's just sloppy play that leads to just extra free fantasy points and just more opportunities. So uh, that really fits guys' game like Sarich, uh, Covington. Even a J.J. Redick could help too. So I kind of think if I play any Sixers, those are the guys I would key in on here in this spot and kind of uh, call it a day. Because again, we like to target the Pelicans with uh, wing players uh, that shoot three-pointers and that, that fits most of them uh, pretty well. All right, let's go to the next game. 214 team total, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Atlanta Hawks. And the Cavs are only one point road favorites. But the reason why is this team has like nobody left, it seems like. I'll read you their, this is their ex available roster right here. The guys that they have left. LeBron James, Jose Calderon, who was currently announced the starting point guard today, which should just tell you everything right there. Jeff Green, 
John Holland, Kyle Korver, C.D. Osman, London Parentes, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, and Ante Zizek. LeBron James is going to probably be in for a massive game. Uh, he's going to have to do all the heavy lifting. You also have to think about it like this. Uh, yes, LeBron has not been as good recently, uh, except that Minnesota game where, you know, went absolutely nuts. But he's going to have all this usage. It's going to be insane. And you got to think after making those trades, that's going to have to, uh, you know, light a flame in you and kind of get you excited for like this fresh beginning, right? It's just like a start of, start of something new, pretty exciting. So I can totally see LeBron just having this, uh, you know, massive game. I'm just going out there and doing like the, you know, heavy lifting like he should. It seems like in the past, he hasn't really been excited to play and just kind of been dragging. I expect him to be, uh, you know, pretty pumped for this game, even though it's the Atlanta Hawks and just excited to move on from the mess that they've been in. So LeBron James is my favorite spend up option. He's the guy that you want on your teams, I think. Uh, I get it. There's a guy like Jimmy Butler who's going to be in the revenge spot who I want too. So, you know, on a site like FanDuel where you can only pay for two small forwards, can I afford a Jimmy Butler and a LeBron James together? You know, that's the first thing I thought of when I was thinking about uh, FanDuel, basically. On Fantasy Draft, you don't have that problem. So, hey, head over there and play that. You can play both those guys. But it's definitely something that's going to be concerning as I'm building my rosters, especially like adding another guy like a Blake Griffin, right? Those are three stars I want today. I want Blake Griffin, I want Jimmy Butler, and I want LeBron James. Can I fit them all on my teams? Uh, I don't know. It's going to be very difficult. And is it worth it for getting all the value that we're going to have? So, yeah, just kind of do, uh, you know, button it up about LeBron James. Of course, he's a great play. If I have the money, I will spend up on him. He's one of my favorite spend-up options. If I am spending at the top, that's the guy I want to do it with. But uh, it just depends on roster construction. But uh, I, I personally like to build with the value from the start with the value, fill in the good value plays, and then go up. So I'm not someone that like mashes in like the uh, the top guys and then uh, go down to the values. I think the values are more important. So I'll I'll do it that way, and hopefully LeBron ends up fitting my lineup because this is a great spot for him. Uh, this is one of the better spots he's probably had all year, especially against an Atlanta Hawks team that's terrible. So I have to like LeBron here in this spot. Other guys to like, Tristan Thompson, uh, he's a good value. I think he's someone that we can get exposure to. I don't much know much about this Osman guy, but he's kind of popping for me. So I, I think he's in play. Again, I really don't know much about this guy. Uh, he's just, I don't know. He's really cheap. I know that. So uh I'm guessing he'll get some minutes. Last game out there, he got 21 minutes, had 14.8 fantasy points. So uh, I'm sure he's going to have to get some type of run out there. But again, most of these Cavs are going to be in play because they don't have a lot of guys. So uh, yeah, like the roster is very depleted right now. So people are going to have to get run. I like Tristan Thompson though. Jared Smith too. If you need a cheap uh, shooting guard, I think he fits well. Jeff Green, he's a guy that we've seen when he gets a nice usage off the bench, he can go off. I'm sure Jeff Green is going to get a nice usage off the bench here. It makes sense. Even a Kyle Korver, like all these Cavs are in play. They're just such a depleted roster. You're going to have to consider them and just see how it fits your lineup. That's enough about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, let's talk about the Atlanta Hawks and what do we want to do with them here in this spot. Yeah, so, you know, for wanting to play all of these uh, Cavaliers, you'd think we'd want to run it back with a... Atlanta Hawk, right? If I ran it back with a Hawk, I think it's Kent Bazemore mainly for, and I don't know, this is totally going to go overlooked, but uh, Kent Bazemore and LeBron James don't like each other. They are definitely not fans of each other. They've had uh, clashes in the past. Bazemore, it's like a long story, but Bazemore is the reason why like Steph Curry is uh, you know part of the Under Armour brand instead, and LeBron was pretty mad about that, and these guys have gone at it before, so uh, and I've had some words for each other, but 
I just like Bazemore's price, and I like how he has upside. So I think he's, if you ran it back with anyone, he's the guy I would run it back with. Or maybe even a Dennis Schroeder. Reason to run it back with a Dennis Schroeder is because uh, Cavaliers have been really bad against point guards, and you know the current situation they're in on this exact game, uh, they haven't fixed their point guard situation yet. When George Hill gets there, that'll obviously help it, and like all the new guys, uh, that'll help the, the situation. But as of right now, they are still not good against the point guard, and I could obviously see a guy like Dennis Schroeder being a good guy to run it back with. Those are the main two guys I would target, and that's normally what I do with the Hawks. Those are the two guys I look at. They have the most upside. Uh, they get the most users. They're like the two guys that you want on the Hawks. So if you run it back with anyone, those are the two to really look at. All right, next game, Indiana Pacers, Boston Celtics. And man, after those three games that we talked about, this one seems like a really boring one and one that I really don't want to play. And honestly, uh, I might kind of cross it off. 205 total. Like, who do I want on the Pacers side of the ball? I know Darren Collison's out, but like I haven't really gotten excited about the Corey Josephs, right? I haven't gotten excited about the Joe Youngs. They haven't been fun rosters. Victor Oladipo, uh, sure, right? He's a good play in general, but why would I pay for Victor Oladipo when I have all these other studs I can pay for? I think on Fantasy Draft, it's a real conversation because he's 13.8K, right? Uh, that price tag is way too cheap. It's not with the other stars like it was in the past. Uh, on DraftKings, we got Oladipo at 8K. Still 8K, it's just like, Rather play Blake, rather find a way for Jimmy Butler, you know, 9.7K on FanDuel for Victor Oladipo. That's insane. So again, if you want to play Victor Oladipo, Fantasy Draft's the way to go. Go over there, 13.8K. I think that price tag is fine. You can definitely get away with it over there. Perfectly good value. Like him there. Again, it's Boston Celtics. I don't like targeting the Celtics, but I just think he's really underpriced over there, especially with no Darren Collison. So I think he's a fine route to go. And you can pair him up with a Miles Turner. We know the Celtics struggle on the boards a little bit. Uh, Miles Turner could be a good guy to go, but I don't like getting too much exposure against a Boston Celtics defense. It's one of the best in the league. And I think uh, fading the Pacers is a fine play today. The only thing I would do is on Fantasy Draft, Victor Oladipo, 13.8K. He's, he's in strong consideration because that price tag is just way too cheap compared to the other sites. So uh, yeah, he's firmly in play for me. Let's look at the Boston Celtics. Uh, you know, they're favorites, but uh, do I really want to play these guys? Uh, they're starting to get a little bit healthier, and with all the pricing and them being priced up, I don't know. I just don't think I need to play any Celtics here. I think if I fade them, I don't think it'll burn me at all. Sure, right? We like to target um, the Pacers with, you know, centers. Al Horford could obviously have a good game, but... Again, I think I'm paying down at center today. It doesn't seem like I need to be paying in this mid-tier. Uh, I don't know. I just think I can pass on a guy like Al Horford. Don't need to play Kyrie. These other wing players like Tatum and Brown, they're still a little bit priced up for what was going on. I just don't think they're necessary today. So I'm going to pass on them. This game is pretty much a cross-off except Oladipo on Fantasy Draft for me. Because, again, we have a lot of good games coming up. Uh, you know, this is a uh, nine-game slate, and uh, we already talked about a couple that we liked. Uh, actually, three that we liked. And uh, we still got a couple more that are really good. So, uh, again, Old Depot just because of the price on Fantasy Draft, and we can move on. Next game, Denver Nuggets and the Houston Rockets, 222-team total. Man, this game, again, reason why I didn't like the last one is we have this game on the slate. This is one that, say we didn't have a lot of these other games, I mean, this would be a headline game of the slate if it was the only, like, you know, high total for good reason, right? Not only the total, but uh, this is a battle of two teams in the West, uh, two really good teams as well, and we expect them to run their starters out there a ton. Just They all have really talented players. I mean, this is a great spot. Like James Harden uh, and Chris Paul, I think they're both really good plays. They're both in play. Uh, it stinks because I kind of just want to run James. I don't really want to run James Harden because, uh, you know, it looks like I really want to run LeBron James instead of those guys. Like, same with the Chris Paul. I think he might miss the cut for me, and it really stinks that that's the case. But 
uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think it's going to, you know, happen for me. Uh, again, I'm also different than others. I don't play, you know, 20 lineups, 50 lineups. I play like a, a cash lineup and a tournament lineup on each site and I, you know, put a bunch of money on each one and kind of call it a day. Uh, I don't really go crazy with my, uh, you know, with my, uh, you know, exposures. I don't, I don't work in the Roto Grinders lineup, uh, builder. I think it's a great tool and I use it for other, other stuff like golf and whatnot, but, uh, I just can't roster all these guys, and I just don't think James Harden is going to make my list, but I think he should make your list if you're playing a lot of teams. I think James Harden is probably the guy I would rather, uh, but you can make the argument that shooting guard is very, uh, you know, has a lot of depth today with guys like J.R. Smith and Kyle Korver just being really good values that you could end up going to Chris Paul instead. I think it just kind of depends on how your roster construction fits. They're both great plays. You can play any of them. Uh, we looked at injuries on the Rockets because I kind of didn't uh, bring them up and what they're dealing with, but... We have Eric Gordon. He is currently, um, you know, questionable for this game. We don't know if he's going to play, so stay, you know, keep an eye on that. Uh, Trevor Ariza, they said he'd be out until the, uh, you know, they got back home. They are back home, so we don't know. We kind of have to wait and see. Same with Ryan Anderson. Uh, he was out last game. We don't know if he's out this game, so that's, again, something we have to wait and see on. So, uh, yeah, wait and see with those injuries because if those guys are out, that could definitely affect and make some guys pretty good fantasy options. What about the Denver Nuggets? Uh are, are there guys we want to get exposure to? Like, Jokic is the first guy that pops up. Yes, Clint Capella is a good player in general, but this is Jokic. Uh, he's a beast. He's a really good uh, player. He can have big games, especially in these type of spots against, you know, like, really good teams. They, you know, they need their star to really perform. And Jokic has a really nice price on Fantasy Draft. He's only 16K. I think he's a guy that where you can get him cheap, you end up going to him. Like, FanDuel, I don't think you need to play him over there. Just a little pricey for my liking. DraftKings, we have his price at 8.9K. I think it's in play, but I like him more on Fantasy Draft at the 16K price tag. But uh, yeah, Jokic is still uh, still a fine play and someone that you can uh, you can consider on this slate. Also, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers starting uh, official lineup, I believe here. At least uh, it came out on Roto-Grinders, so I'm assuming this is official. Tristan Thompson, LeBron James, Jose Calderon, uh, C.D. Oseman, and J.R. Smith. So those are the starters for the game for the uh, Cavaliers. All right, so back to the Nuggets side, talking about that a little bit. Again, I like Jokic. I think he's a guy that you can play. There's no more Moutier there, right? They did trade Moutier. Uh, he was getting some minutes here and there. I mean, he wasn't getting, uh, you know, a, 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 gin a ginormous amount of them, but uh, there are still some guard minutes to go around. I think Jamal Murray is a guy I like. Even a Will Barton, I think this is a good spot for him. Problem is, is his price. You kind of have to compare. It's uh, I think the best way to play Will Barton and Gary Harris, if you just did this throughout the year, you'd be fine, is just buy low on them where you can get them cheaper. Uh, so, like, for instance, on Fandle, Gary Harris is like $1,000 less than Gary uh, than Will Barton. So just go Gary Harris instead. They're both similar. They're not similar players, but they both have, uh, you know, one guy's more of an upside play, like a Will Barton. But I feel like they both can have really good games. It just kind of depends on the day and uh, who's doing better. And some matchups are better for for others. I think if I had to pick, say that they were the same exact price, I like this matchup more for Will Barton. He thrives in these fast-paced up-and-down games where, you know, points need to be scored. Uh, Gary Harris is definitely needed on the defensive end, and he can get buckets too, but we know Will Barton can be a real spark plug for a team. So uh, if you force me to pick... Uh, uh, and they're the same price. I like Will Barton, but I don't mind just buying uh, low on the price tags where they are uh, cheapest. Uh, also like Jamal Murray, though, too. Uh, mainly those are the four guys I'm keen on. Jokic, Murray, Barton, and uh, Harris. I don't think I need to mess around with any of the uh, other bench guys and whatnot. I think it's uh, 
fine just to kind of key in on those guys and kind of call it a day and, you know, play play two on uh, Nuggets and then maybe run it back with like a couple Rockets and give yourself a nice little mini game stack. Next game, we got the Milwaukee Bucks. The Miami Heat, 198 team total. Man, so this is the Dwayne Wade, uh, you know, a little bit of narrative street here. He's returning back to Miami finally. Uh, is he in for a big game? I, I don't know. Will he get a ton of minutes? Uh, I don't know. I think it's one of those things that I don't have to speculate here. I don't have to sit here, you know, on this podcast and go, oh, like, will Dwayne Wade, like, do well or will he not? Uh, if he's projected to get, like, 30 minutes or something insane, sure, right? It's interesting. But uh, I, I know that the beat writers will probably get us the news. They'll say, okay, Dwayne Wade is going to play X amount of minutes today, just so everyone knows. Like, we'll get that news ahead of time, I believe. So I know this game is, uh, you know, listed at 8 o'clock, but I have faith that the beat writers will get us that news. If they don't, I don't think I need to mess around with Dwayne Wade. But there is injury news that could obviously help him out, right? Kelly Olnick being ruled out, and then uh, Wade Ellington being questionable is the key one for Wade. So that could obviously be big for him. Could be in the starting lineup, and Wade, if he got like 25 to 30 minutes, I think he's interesting. I think he's fine, but I I don't know if I need to go that route on this slate. I think there's already way better value plays, so I don't think at the shooting guard position, so I don't think I have to... uh, have to play him but just be on the lookout for that i think that's important but this is a game i want to stay away from 198 team total not a lot of appeal i get it injury wise uh kelly olnick being out obviously help guys like bam uh, i know luke babbitt's going to be available so curious what kind of minutes he gets see if that cuts into anyone in the forward uh spot but yeah i don't know james johnson i don't think i need to go that route or white side just seems like a good fade spot for me on the heat and the bucks even the bucks i didn't talk about them a ton but heat are a good defensive team I uh, just don't think I need to play any of these guys. Sure, they have Giannis. He's a star. He can go off at any time, but I'd rather invest my money in these other stars I've already discussed. So I'll pass on Giannis and this entire game. Let's go to the next one. Charlotte Hornets, Utah Jazz. 206.5 team total. Uh, you know, definitely a game that we have to be, uh, you know, thinking about fading in my opinion. Maybe not fading, but not having as much interest in. Uh, it's one of the more least uh least appetizing games on the slate Dwayne Howard he's been really good I get it but going against a Rudy Gobert I will pass Rudy Gobert's price is really nice on fantasy draft 12.6k I don't hate that but again not the easiest matchup against Dwayne Howard I know Nurkic just went off against him but that price tag is not the uh you know not the greatest so uh yeah I think fading those centers is fine on this slate. Don't need to kind of uh, play any of them. There's other centers I already like. like I talked about it. You know, I talked about a Tristan Thompson. I think his price tag is just going to be uh, kind of too cheap today. Uh, even a Greg Monroe if he gets minutes. I, I didn't mention him, but if he got minutes, it'd be interesting. I don't know if he will. Uh, probably probably being ridiculous for saying that. But again, I don't Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was probably a dumb comment. Don't need to worry about Greg Monroe unless they were told he gets crazy amount of minutes. But that's not happening. Let's be serious. It's Tristan Thompson. He's the chalk today. He's the guy I'm going to be playing uh, for sure. But Dwight Howard, uh, you know, price tag is cheaper. But I don't know. I just think it's fine to uh, fade him and kind of call it a day on him. Uh, Marvin Williams getting a little bit of revenge against the Utah Jazz. Uh, nope, I will pass on that. But I had to bring it up right with all the narratives that we have today. I figured it was uh, you know worth worth mentioning uh, as we get ready for one of the big revenge spots coming up here. Kemba Walker's been really good. Uh, I, I get it, but again, I just think it's a pass spot. I don't need to play any of these Charlotte Hornets. If I did play anyone, I guess it's Dwight Howard. I guess I'm paying up for him just because of uh, you know he's cheaper than he has been for some reason. I know the matchup's tough, but again, I'm, I'm just fading this spot. Don't need to. Same with the Utah Jazz. Don't think they are necessary at all. I know Ricky Rubio has been incredible. I, I get it. 
I'll just read you the game log because it's pretty crazy what he's been doing for this team. Uh, he also costs a ridiculous amount all throughout the industry. 48 fantasy points, 38, 47, 40, 45. I mean, it's really tough to pass on that. Uh, I said it last podcast. I'll say it again. If you've been playing Ricky Rubio, continue to play him. You've been winning money for it. Uh, you are very lucky that you got on board on time. I did not, so I'm just going to keep fading. Uh, I don't think it's necessary at that price. I think he's way too overpriced, and I just don't think I need to take that uh, route today. Uh, on Fantasy Draft at 13.3K, Ricky Rubio is way too cheap, so I get it over there. But on other sites, I think it's a fine pass spot. So I'll pass on Rubio and kind of call it a day. Don't need to really uh, look at these guys. Let's go to the next game, a way more appealing game. I don't think I have a total yet here on that game, which is odd to not have a total on this game. Uh, but Minnesota Timberwolves and the Chicago Bulls, uh, no total here for you guys for some reason. But, uh, you know, this is a game where we got all the, uh, you know, all the revenge coming here. So let's talk about the Minnesota side first. Uh, I'm just going to read you Jimmy Butler's quote. I'm just going to leave this here. Uh, this is what he said when he was asked uh, about uh, playing the Chicago Bulls. Uh, he was asked this early in the season. He said, um, but I got that game marked on my calendar. He added, February 9th, baby. I'm back. Oh, man, they better hope I go 0 for 30. The fact he's talking about taking 30 shots is insane. Because every basket I score, I'm looking over at the bench, and I got something to say. But I'm so happy to be here. Sometimes you just got to appreciate it, man. So I think he's pretty happy with where he's at, but he is definitely definitely out for revenge here he does not like fred hoiberg it was basically a decision will you take jimmy butler or fred hoiberg and they said we're gonna side with fred hoiberg so you have to like jimmy butler here in this spot he's gonna be one of my favorite payup options on the slate i get it i like lebron too right cd osman is gonna be a good value play he's another guy i think that's in the consideration but uh, i'm gonna have to decide between butler and lebron it's gonna be annoying or butler lebron and osman on i fanduel i talked about that decision the other day between uh westbrook curry and Eulis. and uh but i think it's really just in play like those are the three my three favorite small forwards uh, i play a lot of fanduel so that's why i kind of uh you know sometimes i whenever i see like just three guys that i think are like really good plays i kind of get stuck i'm like oh i have to like talk about this and just uh figure out like that's gonna be a big decision for me on the day and that's again going to be a big decision for me on the day uh, again over on fantasy draft you can play butler and lebron uh, and then get in those value plays very easily so uh but i love jimmy butler here again also wanted to note with jimmy butler this dude like uh it's like well documented that he listens to taylor swift and like uh you know you have to think about it like this like uh taylor swift like always has like all this like revenge and like write songs about all these dudes like uh you got to think a guy that listens to Taylor Swift is going to be very vengeful and want to like go out and just absolutely destroy. So uh, have to love Jimmy Butler here. He's going to be my favorite guy on the Timberwolves. Also got Tosh Gibson for a little bit of revenge. Uh, I think he's a fine option. Uh, you know, if you need a nice cheap value from this game and you feel like you're missing out, I think he's an okay route to take. So yeah, don't hate him. You know, it's a fast-paced game. The Bulls are a team that have been, you know, playing up up in pace a ton, so I think he's fine. Uh, Andrew Wiggins and uh, Jeff Teague, I don't really need to think I need to go that route today. Uh, I do think they're okay plays, but again, I think I'm already getting my exposures through with Jimmy Butler. But if you want to go, you know, for one of these guys for cheap, I'd probably go Jeff Teague. Teague's been pretty good. Uh, I know Tyus Jones is, is, has been good lately, too, and I like what he's been doing. I think he's... Uh, Really good basketball player, and honestly, I think he should be in there over Teague just for defensive purposes. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Teague is just uh, you know, there's they've just 
the Bulls have just been so bad against point guards, and I think T could be an interesting, uh, interesting value play that we uh, consider too. Wiggins, I just don't think uh, we'll be getting the shot attempts with Jimmy Butler there. That's the problem. So don't think I need to go that route. Carl Anthony Towns, if you want to spend up, I, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't talk you off it. It's not like the Bulls are uh, good at defending, uh, you know, centers or anything. So. I think Towns is a good play. Uh, if it was between like him and like a Dwight Howard or something, right? I'd probably go for a Towns, but I'd probably just find the money, you know, from Dwight to go up to Towns or go up to a Jokic. Uh, I just think those are two uh, really good spend-up options today, Jokic and Towns. So uh, yeah, uh, again, uh, Jimmy Butler is my main target on the Timberwolves, a guy I want to get a ton of exposure to, and then I don't mind mixing and matching some of these Timberwolves here and there because again, uh, this game total hasn't came out yet, but I'm sure it's going to be a high one today. Uh, the Chicago Bulls now, they're still dealing with some injuries. Obviously, things to talk about. We have a guy like Jerry and Grant, who on FanDuel specifically is way too cheap. His price tag is, uh, you know, I think it's 5.2. Uh, what is it again? Uh, pulling it up now real quick. Yeah, 5.2K, just way too cheap for him over there. So I like him as a value. Even 9.5K on Fantasy Draft, I think that's a good value play over there. Let's check the DraftKings price tag. Grant is... Uh, 5K, so yeah, I like that price on him. Just you know, going to see a good amount of minutes and whatnot uh, against the Timberwolves team. That's not that great against the point guard. I think he's a good play, so I'm going to consider on this slate for sure. With Miritich being shipped out of town, right? Uh, there's a totally new situation going on here. So Lori Markinen, he was not getting a ton of run because he was out, right, out on paternity leave. I think this is a great spot to buy on Lori Markinen. We know he like to uh, you know take. Uh, players against the Timberwolves that can shoot well, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, forwards or centers that like can shoot the three ball because they have a, a hard time defending it. Lori Markinen, I think, is a fantastic play here. A guy that I think uh, is going to be a nice low-owned tournament play that no one will buy in on. Everyone's been all over by Bobby Portis and for good reason. The guy's been a beast. Uh, but Lori Markinen being back is going to cut into Portis' production and he's going to get his minutes. And I think this is a great Markinen spot. Love him in tournaments. Someone that I would want to get exposure to for sure. And then, hey, Zach Levine for a little revenge on the opposite side. Can't can't forget him, uh, you know, in the revenge narrative. A uh, guy that they drafted and they kind of just shipped out of town. So, uh, yeah, Zach Levine, I think he's someone that you can obviously consider too. Problem is the price tag is definitely up around the industry. I mean, 7.2K on FanDuel. On Fantasy Draft, you get Zach Levine for... Let's see. Uh, actually, I'll do DraftKings first. DraftKings, you get Zach Levine for uh, 6.1K. Like that way more than the FanDuel price tag. I think he's more of a play over there. And then on Fantasy Draft, we got Zach Levine's price at 11.7K. So yeah, I like that a lot more over there. So DraftKings and Fantasy Draft is where I would probably buy more on Zach Levine. But I think he's firmly in play. And hey, Little Revenge uh, always helps out. Uh, helps out. Other than that, like not going to play Robin Lopez, you know, Sure, Jamal Crawford's got some revenge. No thanks. We don't need to play him today. Uh, you know, Justin Holiday. Eh, I don't. I don't. Don't think we need to go that route today. I think there's just uh, already good plays. And again, I like marketing. He's the guy I love on the Bulls and tournaments. I think he's very interesting. But on to the next game. We got the last game of the slate. This is uh, a late night hammer. Two hour uh, after all the games. Uh, Portland Trail Blazers and the Sacramento Kings. Two hundred eighteen total. Man, this is really a game I don't think I need to play at all. Uh, I played Damian Lillard yesterday. Kind of disappointed me. Pretty annoyed about that. Uh, sure, right? If you want to play Damian Lillard here or CJ McCollum, the Kings are terrible against guards. I get it. But 
I don't think I need to on this slate. I think there's already good enough plays. I'll pass on all the Trailblazers. They're a fade for me. Sacramento Kings. Uh, yeah, Zach ran off revenge, right, against the Trailblazers? Uh, totally kidding. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't think I need to play him here. Or Carly Stein. I think they're unnecessary. If I played anyone on the uh, Kings, they just shipped George Hill out of town. That's going to help a De'Aaron Fox uh, or a Bajan Bogdanovich. I think those are two guards that you can consider as value plays. Uh, but... I don't think I need to play them on this slate. If you like them, uh, right, I'll give you the uh, rousing endorsement by saying, yes, they're they're fine plays in their situations, but there's already other plays I like. If they're in your player pool and you already have them, I don't like talking people off of guys that they already like if I think they're good plays. Just because they don't make my roster doesn't mean they can't make yours. So if you like them, I think you can go ahead and play those guys. Other than that, though, I think this is a game that we don't need to be really getting a ton of exposure to, in my opinion. Uh, sure, it's a 208 team total. That's not a bad total for a Kings game, but... Uh, I'll pass on this game. Other than that, thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Uh, that's about it. That'll do it for the slate. I think uh, it's a pretty fun one. All the revenge. Uh, don't forget that. It's going to be a good time. It'll be fun watch tonight. Uh, should be a lot of uh, good highlights to see, too. So uh, sure, there'll be a lot of back and forth between some players uh, and uh, other teams. So that'll be a lot of fun. The last time we had one of those, it was Blake Griffin against the Clippers. And man, that that are not Blake Griffin against the Clippers, uh, Chris Paul against the Clippers. And that was a fun one. If you have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T. T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Again, T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Give me a follow on Twitter. Always happy to answer some questions for you uh, as close as to lineup block as I can. And, uh, you know, if you have any general strategy, stuff like that, uh, always happy to do that as well. And just uh, talk DFS because uh, I love talking about it. It's a lot of fun. Again, that for me, Travis Mangone, I am out. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Pitch hitting, the catcher number two. Also, Karen in row J eating the hot dog. Did you mean to tip 167% yesterday at Lake Cafe Restaurant? Just checking. So, meet Eno, the Capital One assistant that catches things that might look wrong, like over-tipping, then sends an alert to your phone and helps you fix it. Eno, another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com for details. Limitations apply. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.